from the Neighborhood Church. To find out more about who we are, go to neighborhoodchurchmn.org. Enjoy the message. So this is pretty cool. I'm going to be back again, but I was noticing as I was uh, looking around, man, there are a lot of new faces. And so I don't know if that's a good thing that we have more people or if that's a bad thing that I'm never here and I don't <laughs> I don't recognize y'all. So I'm just pretending that it's everybody's first day and that I'm here all the time. And I'm like, awesome. It's tons of new people. This is great. So um, I'm Mike Valdez, if you haven't heard me speak before. And again, if I don't recognize you, maybe you haven't. Um, I come in not because I know what I'm talking about or have anything special to say, but mostly Chris wanted a week off. And he's like, Mike, I don't want to preach this week. Can you throw something together? Um, Also, it's Sunday at 7 a.m. So, no, I'm just kidding. He gave me a good heads up. Um, But, yeah, so I'll kind of jump right in. Uh, Good news and bad news for today. Uh, The good news is... I plan this to be kind of short and sweet, under 20 minutes. The bad news is I ramble on, so we could be here for like an hour. So (laughs) we'll see. But again, I've I've done longer messages, and I and I kind of wanted it to be short and sweet. Uh, It's a it's a topic or it's a it's a theme that we all know. It's something we all do. So, uh, but there's just kind of a cool way that I came across this, and it's reflection. So Nikki got it wrong. It's not New Year's resolution. It's New Year's reflection, and the whole point of this is that it's not New Year's resolution. <laughs> it's New Year's reflection, so nice try, Nikki. But So the, the, how this came about was, um, I, I think I'm going to take credit for this, but as I was practicing this on the way here, I was like, shoot, I think this is actually my partner's idea. Um, she's sitting here, but I'm just going to pretend that it was my idea. So uh, New Year's this year... Um, I'm getting old, right? Like 35, and I mean, death's just right around the corner. And, um, you know, I'm just starting to really think about my life. And we're, we're talking about New Year's this year, and I'm like, oh, man, like there's all the kids out. I don't know if I want to go out and party. And I just noticed that as I'm getting really old and decrepit, that as the, <laughs> as the years go by, I'm wanting to, like, go out and celebrate New Year's less and less. And again, I was attributing it to being um, that I just don't want to go out and party. But as we started talking more, I'm like, why aren't we wanting to go out? Maybe we just want to go hang out with a couple of friends. It, it became clear that it was this idea that we weren't loving the idea of like the New Year's resolution. Like it started stressing us out. We're like, okay, now we have to pretend we got to go tell everybody, here's my resolution that's going to fail in two weeks anyway. And I got to pretend to be this person that I'm not. So we, uh, we, mm, I'm going to say I, I'm going to get, I'm going to get it later, but I'll say that, oh, no, we'll say we, we came up with, well, why don't we just do New Year's reflection where we can think of this past year and everything that we set out to do at the beginning of the year, think back on how much of that we accomplished, like how much we, um, how much we didn't accomplish in, in another way. 
So it was a really cool thing. So instead of like celebrating New Year's, which we didn't want to do anyway, it actually turned into be a pretty fun celebration day where we were celebrating the reflection of the last year. And shortly after, and, and that stuck with me, and so shortly after, Chris had asked me to speak, and I just really re uh, felt led to speak on reflection and the importance, which took me off into a journey of typically when, I, when I'm presenting something to speak. I don't know how their speakers do it, but other speakers are a lot worse than I am. So um, the correct way to do it is um, you have an idea that's inspired and then you go and you make sure that idea is legit and <laughs> you research and you think, okay, I want to make sure that my thoughts are right on this. And as I was doing that, I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the Bible and look at reflection and see what the Bible has to say and um, think about books that I read. But I was running into this wall. Uh, I remember Chris texted me. He's like, hey, how's your, how's your talk going? I was like, well, I have the base down, but I'm hitting a wall. Is that I couldn't really find tons of pointed places out of books that I've read or in the Bible that are, is like the word reflection and why reflection is important. And, and then I started having conversations with people. And what I started realizing is myself and everybody else could tell me what reflection is and how they do it. But not really in a little bit of why they do it, but not really where they learned that from or specifically. So an example would be like, yeah, 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 I reflect because it really helps me think through my day. It's like, but yeah, why do you do that? Well, why do you reflect? Oh, um, well, because, well, like, where'd you learn that? Where did that come from? And so then as I started to explore um, those and have conversations and look through, the, um, look through the Bible and look through other spiritual teachings, what I, uh, the cool thing that I wanted to uh, kind of dive into today is that reflection is something that we all do but it's not always something we are intentional about or really focusing on. We're not really realizing that we're reflecting. And so I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about um, where that comes from and what that looks like as I go in here. So, again, having conversations with people. Um, but then I started seeing there's different places that I started seeing reflection. Okay, so I'm having conversations. I'm looking through these teachings. So I started seeing the theme of reflection, not exactly the word reflection, but the themes of refrac or, uh, re refraction, refraction, reflection. That's what I'm talking about today. Uh, through prayer, prayer was one that I started seeing. Uh, a lot of people, when you're when you're diving into prayer, the way that Jesus teaches us to pray, the way that you see people praying in the Bible, often fueled by reflection. Uh, there is solitude, huge theme of solitude throughout the Bible. And solitude implies that you're going, you're setting t uh, aside time, you're being to yourself, you're reflecting. I, I think of a, um, I don't know where, or what would you call it, maybe a style of reading the Bible that I learned one, one time, and I, d <laughs> actually, I don't know where this came from, but it's called Lecto Divina, where you are reading a passage of the Bible, you pause, you reflect on that passage, you pray, then you read it again, and then you repeat that a few different times. And I was remembering, okay, that, that's another theme where it's not, it's not that I'm reflecting. It's, well, maybe, actually, I don't know what Lecto Divino may, means. Maybe that means reflection. Um, and then uh, also the theme of the Sabbath, like rest, the Sabbath, ref re uh, rest, reflection. So I started seeing reflection in all these different places. And then is, and what really stuck out to me, uh, like the biggest 
theme that I saw or the biggest place that I saw this, especially when I was looking in the Bible, is the Psalms. So I started reading through the Psalms, and you look at it, you're like, man, the Psalms is just one big reflection from David. He's reflecting on his life. He's reflecting on his, uh, his needs, his wants, his mistakes, his, um, his, what else, his accomplishments. So the Psalms was really a, a, a big point for me. I'm like, man, this is really, really great. So now we're starting to see, right, reflection is something we all do. Now we're starting to see where it takes place. But I wanted to talk about uh, or tell you a little bit about my journey with what people said about reflection as well. So as I'm talking to everybody here, mostly it was Steve Hamlin, because if I need to know anything, I go to Steve Hamlin. Um, he's usually the wisest person that I know. Actually, I, I just made that up. He was just sitting right here. So, uh, But what I did notice is that an, another theme to reflection is that we all do reflection differently, which is really cool. As I started having conversations with people, reflection means um, it, it means different things to different people, but everybody's doing it different, and everybody's having their own way and how they use reflection, why they use reflection, where it's benefited them. So I wanted to share it's two, uh, what do you call it when it's not like a quote, like a famous quote, but it's like, Hey, Nikki, uh, can you tell me something? And Nikki says it, and then I repeat it back. That's a quote, right? Like I'm quoting Nikki or something? I don't know. So anyway, I have uh, two people, testimonies. Testimony? Is that the word I'm looking for? Testimony. Two testimonies from people on what reflection means to them, and then also um, from an author. So one person, and again, these are people that I just reached out to, uh, maybe like five, ten people, and I picked the two best. So if you're listening, you win. <laughs> and and to my partner, I'm sorry, yours isn't in here. It wasn't it wasn't that great. So I didn't ask her. I'm kidding. I didn't ask her for I didn't want to embarrass her. <laughs> so the first the first one is for me, it's really about spiritual practices and how they are essential for our growth and formation. Prayer, silence, stillness, Sabbath, etc. The premise is we are all being formed by something. And when you partake in practices like self-reflection, it allows you to be more intentional about what you are allowing to form you. Growth and becoming more of who God wants you to be is impossible without reflection. The second person said, had to say this, we can't really know our desires unless we reflect. What it is that I want what it is that I want to want. Jesus talks about knowing ourselves. We can't know ourselves and know God unless we reflect on our desires. Christianity cannot exist void of reflection. Otherwise, it's just prescriptive. We are doing what we are told to do rather than what we believe and what we want. And I just wanted to touch on that right there. That's, that's such a cool thing, too. And I know that it, as a community here at Neighborhood, we've, we've been doing that, right? We've been doing a lot of reflecting. And I, I know a lot of people are here because we've reflected on um, our, our, our teachings as we've grown up or what our spiritual beliefs are or lack of spiritual beliefs and really mulling those over, chewing those over and saying, hey, does this make sense? Does this align with what God would have for us as a community and as individuals? And so that's, that, that, that last piece there is really great that, um, you know, without, without reflection, Christianity is just prescriptive. It's, it's just following one way without questioning. So now the next is um, 
the next thing that I thought was really cool is um, the quote comes from Viktor Frankl, and it's from a, a, a book of his called uh, Man's Search for Meaning. And a lot of people have probably heard about this book. It, it's pretty sweet. But I'll read this, this excerpt. And it says, The pessimist resembles a man who observes with fear and sadness that his wall calendar, from which he da daily tears a sheet, grows thinner with each passing day. On the other hand, the person who attacks the problems of life actively is like a man who removes each successful leaf from his calendar and files it neatly and carefully away with its predecessors, after first having jotted down a few diary notes on the back. He can reflect with pride and joy on all the riches set down lived to the fullest. What will it matter to him if he notices that he is growing old? Has he any reason to envy the young people who, who he sees or wax nostalgia over his lost youth? What reasons has he to envy a young person? For the possibilities that a young person has, the future which is in store for him? Now, this, this, is, the, this is a really good part right here. No thank you, he will think. Instead of possibilities, I have realities in my past, not only the reality of work done and of work loved, but of sufferings bravely suffered. These sufferings are even the things of which I am most proud, although these things are which cannot inspire envy. Now, Viktor Frankl uh, was a Holocaust survivor, and so th this book is a lot of um, him finding meaning for life and, and, and positivity throughout like being in a concentration camp. So it's just wild. Um, and I haven't read the book, but I've been, uh, I know enough about the book and I know enough about Viktor Frankl and, and his story that it's just, it's, it's really remarkable. And what I love there is these are the thought process of somebody that's being like completely oppressed or completely put down. But it's this idea of, I love the image. So when I read this, I think of, okay, you're standing and you have a calendar in front of you and you're peeling off the count. Okay, January's over. You're peeling that off. And as you're peeling it off, again, we're talking about reflection. You're being intentional about looking at that page, looking at everything you did, jotting down some notes from that. And then you're, and the key here is you're turning around, putting that, that sheet down, and examining, reflecting, being intentional about looking at all the other sheets that are there, too, and all these other notes. Hey, what have I learned? And then uh, the part that he says, which is great, is he, he uh, says it that their riches stacked up, right? Like these memories, these, these, the, my past is these riches, all these experiences that I've had. And, and the, the contrary, what, we're, what we can typically do is uh, that he talks about is the first person is tearing off a sheet and just kind of like, hey, this month's over, throwing the sheet behind them, not paying any attention to it. And okay, what's next month have to hold? What next month is next month have to hold? And again, that's where this whole thing began for me. This whole journey of going in for like a New Year's resolution, where I'm just looking at the calendar, I'm tearing off a page, and worried about what's going to happen next. Okay, I'm going to have to do this. I have to do this without paying any attention, without being reflective, without being intentional about um, what I've already accomplished. And there's such a difference there. So. Now comes the best part where you all have to think about my, where you guys have to listen to what I think about reflection. So, right? so we've talked about what other people think, where we've seen it, and this is the best part, right? 
Um, no, I'm not Chris Sauter. I don't like to glorify myself. So these, these thoughts, take them in stride. I just thought I would share a little bit of, I was, I was going to say I'm sorry, Chris, but I'm not. Um, so here are just my, here are some thoughts that I have on reflection is, uh, for me, I think I have always been somebody that has been a strong reflector. Why do I do that? I'm not sure. So as I was thinking about that, um, I think there's just a lot of reasons that I, I reflect. I think I'm just a deep thinker. I have pretty bad ADHD, so I just sit in my head all the time anyway. But some bigger themes is one being I I really just want to be a better person. Why? I don't know. I think that's probably because I felt like crap my whole life and I felt like I wasn't a good person. So I've like always had this strive to want to be better, want to be cooler, want to be better, want to be nicer. I, I don't know why. Um, but a lot of that is also that I don't want to hurt people and I don't want to watch people be hurt. And when I dove into that, that's really because all of us have been stepped on in our lives, right? And, and so I'm not saying I'm special, but I'm just saying that I, there are a specific set of things that, maybe I'm just sensitive, but there are a specific set of things that, um, circumstances in my life that have just made me feel the pain of what it feels to be looked down on, right? And, and the pain of not being included or talked about or bullied or um, been pushed up against a wall and for whatever reason, that pain, I don't want to see anybody else feel that. So within my work, <laughs> I have taken that and done a lot of reflecting. Now, looking at myself, so at the end of the day, at the end of the week, at the end of the month, just on a regular basis, looking at who am I as a person. And the things that I reflect on are my behaviors. How did I treat somebody today? What are my biases uh, what are my? What is the privilege that I have? What are all these things that I carry about myself that could be putting other people down? That could be hurting other people, and diving into those, chewing, chewing on those things, mulling those over, and saying, "Okay, how can I be better? How can I be a person that's not hurting?" And so um, I just talked about a little, a, a couple of those things, but I, I want to dive a little bit more into what those are. So the biases that I have, I do a lot of reflection on that. I do a lot of reflection on the the biases that uh, of the things that I identify. I identify as straight. I am middle class. I would say um, half white, half Mexican. Um, I'm a man. I'm able-bodied. I'm in my 30s, which is uh, so I'm old. Um, I <laughs> not just kidding. But these are these are all biases that I'm going to carry. So if, if there's anything that's not this, of course I'm going to have in, in, um, inherent biases against that and, and constantly keeping that on the forefront of my brain. I think a lot about the privilege. I reflect a lot of on the privilege that I have. Uh, education, again, my class, uh, that I, when I speak, it's, well, relatively clear like I think people understand me right uh, I and as I was listening to the um, the message from last week I, I was hit with a huge um, the huge thought of the privilege that I have that my dad was a legal citizen right he's he's Mexican he's down um, from near the border and and the privilege that I have uh, being legal that I'm able body, that I have relatively good health, that I have friends, that I have family, that I have a community. Um, just all of these things are, again, are, are things that I'm reflecting on. I reflect on my failures. I reflect on my victories. And 
All of these things shape who I am. As I reflect, I can embrace and grow. I can learn from these lessons. I can celebrate. I can grieve. I can become me and the better version of who I want to be. I can draw closer to myself, which allows me to draw closer to others, and then which ultimately allows me to connect and draw closer to our creator. So doing this, I'm gonna, and I'm going to read this because I don't want to screw it up, but doing this allows me to see my place in the world as well as others' place in the world. It has given me the ability to see where others are coming from rather than jumping to conclusions. It has allowed me to love people and has helped me slowly erase my intense biases. So, again, trying to keep this short, I just kind of move into um, now our reflections and, and where we can move forward with this is um, as we go away, what kind of things can we reflect on? Um, one thing that I thought of is as a, as a church, as a community, we've talked about a little bit about that. Where can we reflect on like neighborhood over the, I almost, <laughs> I have this bad habit of still calling this the vineyard. So if that ever slips, I'm really sorry. I just called it vineyard kids this morning and Angela's like, dude, we've been neighborhood for like five years. You gotta, you gotta give up the dream. So, <laughs> so, um, but is, is neighborhood church, like we can reflect on where, where have we come? So let's look at like where we uh, were when we first started, where we've come over the last um, year. And so I did a, a little poll and I just wanted to give you, well, these actually are quotes, not testimonies from people, but a couple people from within our community here of their reflections over the last year. So we had one person that said, uh, I have noticed a more diverse environment with more diverse speakers and members, which is awesome. Another said there are more bodies in the building. Another, we have helped over a dozen families and have had three baptisms. There's also, we are in a state of becoming who we are meant to be. Instead of following a mold or a model of what other people say a healthy community looks like. I, we've seen our numbers in, increase in Vineyard Kids, which is awesome. And neighborhood, see, I told you I'd say it. I'm glad I said that first. Thanks, Steve. Um, see, it's not gonna, it's never gonna go away, sorry. And then I would say my own, my own reflection on this community is this, especially over the last year, it's awesome. Like we made it through a pandemic. We made it through a lot of division. And if you're newer to this place, like this room is pretty packed from what it was even like last year. And like we, and there's some faces that have been here for a long time that have been uh, through it, <laughs> through all of this with us. This is a growing community of where people are coming and feeling included. Myself as a person of color can come in here and feel included, be given the opportunity to speak that, you know, Chris would care to uh, uplift my voice and say, hey, I want your perspective on the world, your thoughts to be, to be shared with folks. Um, and I just know from a lot of people that have talked to you, like people are feeling comfortable in continuing to come back. People that have not felt comfortable elsewhere are continuing to come back here. And that's awesome. That's something to reflect, to celebrate, to be intentional about looking back because that can, that can really lead us into the future, right? If we're constantly looking back and reflecting on, hey, where can we grow? But also, where have we done awesome things? Then we can really sit with that and not look at and be pessimistic about the future like, like Victor talks about, where we're just like, okay, well, there was these problems and these problems on the horizon. 
Sure, there are, but there's also all these victories. There's also all this gold that we have moving forward. And I love that reflection. So that's one way. That's one place that we can reflect on uh, is, is our community. I also challenge or challenge or just remind you folks, too, that um, we can reflect on other things that I was just talking about. We can reflect on our accomplishments, our failures, our behaviors, our privilege, our biases. These are things that we can reflect on on a daily basis, on a monthly basis, on a weekly basis, on a yearly basis. And, and we do this because we are pointed out, like I was talking about from my own testimony that we saw through other people, we're doing this so we can examine who we are, so we can hold ourselves accountable, so we can say, hey, here's where I've gone wrong, but here's where I'm going to learn from that. Here's where I've gone right, and here's where I'm going to continue doing that. And so if we're, again, this theme of reflection is it's something we all do, but we're not always intentional. If we're more intentional about this reflection, it, that is such a mode that I've seen through my kind of studies of this and listening to people. If we can harness that and focus that, it is such an area of growth. Because now it's okay that you've made mistakes, because you've taken notes on those mistakes. We can celebrate those mistakes but also we can celebrate our victories. And it, it gives us perspective. It allows us to learn. It causes us to slow down. It encourages our spiritual practices. And ultimately, it draws us closer to ourselves. It helps us know ourselves better, which helps us know others better, love others better. And by doing that, we are falling more and more in love with our creator. To me, that's the whole point of life, right? We're, we're knowing ourselves better so we can know each other better, love each other better, and know our creator more. And reflection is kind of the key to that. So as we go on from here uh, and, and for this week, I think it's just um, the challenge would be and, and just the idea would be that I'm doing along with you, right? Like I'm no expert on this. I just, I just went through this this last week. Is Something I want to invite you all to do with me is um, – just do more reflection. As you're driving home today, what are the things that you can reflect on from this past week, from this past year? Um, and, and just, I, I guess, other things in your life. Where are bigger areas that you can reflect on? Can, how can you reflect on, like what I want to be doing is how um, reflecting on who I am as a partner, who I am as a, I was going to say father. It's like, wait, <laughs> father? What are you talking about? Uh, well, I get, no, I am. I'm a dad to my dog and my cat, I guess. Yeah, so there, as a, as a father. Okay, geez. Um, sorry, guys. I am, I am your dad. I'm your real dad, I promise. Um, you know, who I am as, as a dad, as a partner, as a brother, as, as a son, um, as an employee, as an employer, uh, just being more intentional about kind of keeping myself in check and, and reflecting on that, not only as a bad thing, but as a good thing. Where am I, where am I really growing? And then um, I would also say, too, like I said in the beginning, all of us do reflection different. So where can you, like unique you, come up with your own reflection practices? What kind of things can you do to reflect? How can you do that? that and coming up with new ways, I know I am, uh, and I want to be doing that, too. So that's kind of my challenge as we move forward from here and, and just continuing to keep in mind that, like, reflection is something that we all do. But the word intentionality was just was key here for me, being intentional about your reflections, being intentional about looking at that stack of gold from everything that you've accomplished and your notes on how you can do better with that. So I'll close with here's my definition, if you care to hear it. Um, after all my uh, studies on reflection over the last couple of weeks. And, and I would boil it down to this. 
that reflection is an avenue of learning and growth that takes many shapes and forms. It helps us understand more thoroughly, love more deeply, celebrate more fully, forgive more gently, and live more freely. It leads us into a deeper connection with ourselves, others, and in turn, to our creator. So, yeah, I, I think it's just, I, I'm really loving it. I'm really loving this idea of reflection. It, it's just a great way to um, humble ourselves, grow, and just allow ourselves to be human. So, uh, Nikki wanted to know if I'm comfortable with closing or if she is. So, I don't know what, like, the closing protocol is here. So, like, we're done. Is that, like, is that is that how it works? So, uh, uh, no, Steve said amen, and I don't want to copy Steve. Oh, hey, actually, that reminds me. Here's what I'll close with. Um, I, I left out one key quote of reflection uh, for uh, neighborhood, okay? So somebody said, here's their reflection on the last year of neighborhood. Uh, let's see if I can find it. I should have highlighted it because this was the best one, and it's super impactful. It, it says... Um, mm, where is it? Oh, maybe I'm not. Well, no, I know what it is. I just know it off the top of my head. Here was one person. I don't know who this was. I can't remember. But they said, I've noticed that over the past year, more and more of my fans have shown up when I'm leading worship. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Or you're welcome, Jesus. I don't remember who that was, but I thought that was really good. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, I think it was Nikki. Yep. <laughs> So anyway, I'll leave you with that, folks. Thanks for coming to Neighborhood. Love to see all your faces. Uh, have a great week, and hopefully do some great reflecting.